All right. Wow. I'm amazed. Can you believe this is my 10th madness? It seems like just yesterday I was walking out in front of the greatest fan base in the country. And I'll admit, and I'll admit I was a little nervous because I knew the responsibility I was undertaking to sit in this seat and lead the greatest tradition in the history of college basketball. This stage and this court is the greatest of them all. You think about the coaches who have been in this seat, Coach Rupp, Coach Hall, Coach Tubby Smith, Coach Rick Pitino, and you think about all the players you think about all the players who have put on this uniform, and I'll name a few, Dan Issel, Kenny Walker, Jack Givens, Jamal Mashburn, Cotton Nash, Kyle Macy. How about Pat Riley? And on and on, and it's some heavy stuff. I just knew that in 2009, just as I know now, this is the greatest job in the country. Now, let me say this. It may feel like yesterday, but you take one look at me. And you can tell what it's done to be. You people have beat me up, but for some reason, it hasn't had the same effect on Ellen. I don't know, where are you, Ellen? There she is. In recent days, I've been told a lot of stories about entering the 10th year of this job. How much longer will he go? How much? does he left, have left in the tank? When will he retire? And I'll be honest with you, at one point I thought 10 years was enough for me. Coach Hall told me it's a 10-year job, and I believed him. But when I look at this team, when I look at this group, it makes me want to keep going. I wake up. I wake up every day excited about coaching my team. And I may look, I may look one age, but I can tell you, I feel like I'm 30 again coaching these guys. <laughs> Having the opportunity to coach Brad and see him hit grow as a player and as a man is something I'll never forget. And I have to say, I love every one of these guys but I do love him a little bit more. I'm excited about this team because every one of these guys has goals and aspirations beyond Kentucky. They're driven and wired to earn their opportunity. They have all have a burning desire to win and be the best team in the country. 
They've accepted the challenge of playing here, and they've accepted the challenge of playing against each other. At Kentucky, you take what you want. I've had special teams here, some of the best teams to ever play this great game. One has won a national title. Four have been in the Final Four. But they've all grown and developed over a small period of time. And they've all been special to me. Each team and each, each player has sacrificed and worried less about numbers and more about efficiency. They all sacrificed and they all gained. It took other teams that I've coached a while to establish that culture. I'm proud to say this team has it today. The question becomes, how good do these guys want to be? And why settle for any ceiling as a team? Why settle for any ceiling as an individual player? Every player here is coached the same way, whether you're seven foot like Anthony Davis or Carl Towns, or you're 5'9", like Tyler Eulens. We've had players average less than 10 points and go in the lottery. We've had the number one player in the draft average 21 minutes per game. We've had a player, and I'll mention his name, Devin Booker. come off the bench and be a lottery pick. And not just a lottery pick. He scored 70 points in an NBA game. And then he tweeted, Coach, would you have started me on senior night? Think about what those guys sacrificed for the team, yet gained for themselves. You learn how to be a great teammate, and you learn what it means to be a servant leader here. And as we get into this season, we'll have to teach these young men not only how to deal with success, but how to deal with personal and collective failure. We'll have to teach them how to deal with pressure and everything that goes with representing Kentucky basketball. These guys want to be coached. That's why they came here. My job will be to keep them focused on progress and to stay in the moment so we can have fun as we go through the grind of this season. I respect these players, and I tell them that. I respect each individual on this team. One, they chose Kentucky, which is the hardest place to play basketball. No program has more scrutiny, and no program has a bigger following. There is no hiding here. Number two, they are held accountable. They are responsible for their own performance. They're going to be challenged by the coaching staff and each other daily. Three, for this to work, you have to be about your teammates more than yourself. And it takes a special player to take on this challenge. And each one of these players 
has. When this is over and they look back, I want them to say and see this as the greatest time of their lives, where they became a family in every sense of the word because of what they've been through together. We have some very special members of our family here tonight. The great Coach Rupp began this tradition, and tonight we're going to celebrate the 1948, the 1949, and the 1951 teams. The first three banners that started it all. Come on out, guys. Big Blue Nation. Welcome home, members of the first three Adolph Rupp National Championship teams. 1948, with a record of 36 and 3. 1949, a record of 32 and 2. And 1951, a record of 32 and 2. Nineteen fifty one national champion Billy Evans. Nineteen fifty one national champion Gene Neff. Nineteen fifty one national champion Dwight Speedy Price. Nineteen fifty one national champion Cliff Hagen. Nineteen fifty one national champion Guy Strong. 1949 National Champion, Joe B. Hall. 1948 and 1949 National Champion, Manager Humsey Yesen. 1948, 49, and 51 National Champion, Walter Hirsch. And our oldest living champion, 1948 and 1949 National Champion, Dale Barnstable.